You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. There was once a dream. You could only whisper it. Anything more than a whisper, and it would vanish. A battle between good and evil. You don't know the power of the dark side. Where shall I find a new adversary so close to my own level? Try the local sewer. You know of the rebellion against the Empire? The Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. One of these days, I'm going to have a stick of my own. I'm Groot. Welcome to the Neverland Podcast. The podcast for lovers of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Please welcome your host, Jeremy. I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I can fly. All it takes is faith and trust. Well, if it isn't the Star Spangled Man with a plan, what is your plan today? Up to Neverland! <laughs> Take your pixie out of your pockets, Neverlanders, and sprinkle some of that pixie dust around. Grab that happiest thought out of your head there and use it to fly away to Neverland with me, your head lost boy, Jeremy, also known as the Spider Pan. And if you have not yet become an official Neverlander, Lost Boy or Pixie, because girls are too clever and they don't get lost, make sure you visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com and come up with a nickname. Give us your nickname, because all Lost Boys and Pixies have to have a nickname. Go to the Neverlanders page and pick out a nickname and have fun with it. Give us something descriptive. Tell us why you picked that nickname and become an official Neverlander. It doesn't cost anything. It's just fun. We've got, speaking of fun, a very fun show. I've got a couple of special guests, James and John from That Story Show, will be joining me. We'll have a great discussion about the classic Disney Channel. Yes, we're getting to talk about something vintage, and we're hoping it's a preview of what we might find on Disney+. And speaking of Disney+, we found out some really hot news about Disney+, that has me very, very excited. The classic 90s Spider-Man... X-Men, Incredible Hulk, and more animated series from the past are all on Disney+. Plus. Now, how do we know this? There's been a preview in the Netherlands. And if you're in the Netherlands and you're getting to watch Disney+, Plus, I envy you. I would really wish I could get a hold of it and look at it now. They're getting to look at it for free, even. And I don't think we're going to get a preview here in the United States. But I'm all signed up. I'm ready for three years. I've already got it paid for. Did that little special thing with the D23. Now I'm just waiting for November 20th. We're only about, uh, we're, we're close to just two months away. So it's coming. Uh, and we're, heck, we're even close to another Star Wars film, The Rise of Skywalker, coming up very, very soon. So lots of exciting things coming up for Disney fandom to look forward to and to be excited about. And I'm, I'm very excited for Disney+. Plus, But especially, I mean, I was already sold for it anyway, but finding out about these animated series being available on there... And now I have some, seen some people who would rather, of course, have physical media released of this. And sure, I'd love to have physical media, but I will take what I can get. Uh, yes, yes, I'm having to pay like a subscription fee, and if they ever pull it off, it's gone. But I'll take what I can get at this point. I just want to be able to watch them. And who knows, maybe with having easier access to these old series, maybe we'll fire up the Marvel Toon Fest, Toon Cast again. 
the mighty Marvel Tooncast. Remember, I used to do that with Tim Nidell. Tim has gotten to where he's so busy, he really can't do that show with me anymore. So I'm thinking maybe I'll find a different co-host to join me on that. Maybe uh, Lost Boy Philip. We'd have fun talking about old uh, Marvel shows, that's for sure. So maybe I'll bring that show back. You know, we were trying to do it like twice a month. Uh, so be on the lookout. I, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll work on that idea. I've been thinking about it. I've also had some other show ideas in my head that I've thought about doing. But uh, anyways, but that's kind of where things have been at with that for uh, some extra shows. But I'm just really, really excited about that. Uh, also, but I did accidentally slip the word Toonfest in there. Uh, there was some concerns I had seen on the Toonfest Facebook page that this would be the final Toonfest. And it, you know, I did, I was going to try to have Kay Mallins on the show this week, but she was just too busy and couldn't do it. But she did say that Toonfest is just going to undergo some changes because they've been doing it the same way for uh, like an, over a decade now. And they just thought maybe next year they'll try something a little different with Toonfest. I don't know what, what exactly that means. Maybe I'll find out next week because Toonfest is next Saturday, September 21st. I'm planning to be there, of course. I'll be there before 10 a.m. so I can start filming the parade. And, of course, the videos that I film, I will get it online as quick as I can. I haven't really had much luck with trying to stream things because there's not a really good, strong Internet usually from there or a good, strong sprint signal uh, Sprint signal for my phone uh, because it is in a small-town area. So, But I will, of course, get any audio and whatever I can, and we'll see who all I meet up with up there. Uh, I, I think Nova... At least one person I think is planning to be there, and uh, I I did talk with James Kennison of that story show and tell him about the event. I don't know if he's coming up bringing his family. Uh, he's a big Disney fan. His family goes to Walt Disney World frequently, so I don't know if he's going to be coming up there uh, or not. But you're going to hear from James and his co-host John very very soon. And in fact, there's no sense in me waiting around here. Uh, let's just jump into that content. It's lots of fun and it's pretty funny uh, but they do come from a comedy podcast and i'll tell you all about it here with the recording that i made with them earlier this week to disney and beyond oh. all right neverlanders we have some special guests today and a very fun and special topic that i think you're going to enjoy i know i'm going to have some fun because uh i actually popped up on their show I guess it's been about a month ago. We had a good time. They're they're pretty funny people. Well, they better because they are on a comedy podcast called That Story Show. And uh, we just like to call them James and John. So, hello, James and John. Hey. Hello. I'm James. I'm John. And together we are, I don't know. (laughs) Skippy McGee and friends. Hooray! (laughs) I don't know. The theme song was supposed to play right then, but sorry. Well... Our theme song's already played. <laughs> Complete with our quotes. Uh, but we had discussed this even uh, back when uh, I was popping up to tell a really ridiculous story. Do you happen to remember what episode number that is? Well, if people go back and look for the Icicle Killer episode on that story show, you can come and check out. I had this really, really screwy story I shared with y'all. So it was. it's a fun episode, and believe me, if you haven't been listening to their show and you just need a good laugh every once in a while, it's fun to listen to. I'm still digging through their back episodes because they range everything from funny injuries to really gross-out stuff, which is only, I guess, funny because of the way James reacts, but James reacts the exact same way that I would, so I'm not really laughing at James so much. Uh, and then just really hilarious stories, sometimes involving guano. <laughs> yeah, you were featured on episode 304. 304. So everybody go and check out that episode and then listen to everyone after that. And, hey, check out Red School Bus. I started listening to that one, and that's – if if they're too rough for you on that story show, Red School Bus is sort of a lighter version. And it's... If we're too rough for you, then you are sense, overly sensitive. But, yes, <laughs> if, if we're too rough for you, then definitely go over to – 
red school bus. Yeah. It's basically the same thing, but with my daughter. Yeah. So, and yeah, free male voice usually helps, right? <laughs> yeah. And you, you two together are quite fun. I think your daughter got your sense well, of humor. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I think you're talking about him. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh my goodness! Sorry, John. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. funny too, John, but you're too too much of a good person to really, you know. <laughs> you have to have that little bit of wickedness in there sometimes to be funny. <laughs> mm. oh, I suppress it well, don't I? <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> yes. uh, which, for anyone who uh, maybe listens to that story show and this one, you would probably get the idea of John how good of a person he is because he every time he He's tells a, a story, guy. we're just like, my goodness. <laughs> It's like, I wouldn't have done that. I'd have punched that guy. How come you didn't punch that guy, John? So, yes. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> I can't go back. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Who told? <laughs> anyways, but uh, what we wanted to talk about was some classic Disney Channel. Because you back in the 80s, you had to pay extra for the Disney Channel. And it was like getting... Uh, HBO or Cinemax without the skin. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you had a satellite dish ah. where you could you could move the dish and and pirate the signal for a very limited time in the 80s, there were no such thing as scramblers. And mm. uh, and there was such a thing as a descrambler that you could buy. And my parents went that route. And so we got Disney Channel for free. Oh, your sneaky mother. I, I can't remember what satellite it came in on, if it was Westar or, you know, whatever. But all the satellites had nicknames, and our uh, our we had a motor that would move the dish and then stop mm-hmm. right on right on point. Um, so now and so we, I'm, I'm picturing this no, nearly double wide. It's more like a one-and-a-half trailer and this big satellite dish outside. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Big metal satellite dish mesh. Yeah, not those little ones like they used to have. Those big. No, this is a full size, you know, mini swimming pool size dish sitting out in the yard with weeds all around it. But, you know, pine needles all stuck up in it and stuff. And my mom could get all the Christian um, uh, TV preachers that she wanted. Mm. And uh, we could get all of the. Disney Channel that we wanted, so yeah, we yeah. we had some relatives that had a big satellite dish that they got us the WWF pay per views back in the day. So uh, that's how I got to watch WrestleMania three is they recorded it off the satellite <laughs> on a tape and let us have the tape and we're like woohoo! So well, Dis- awesome. Disney Channel back then was completely unrecognizable compared to the Disney Channel of today. Oh, no and kidding! I, I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what the Disney Channel today looks like. So, I, oh, wow. there's not much to. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some pretty good cartoons. The new Ducktales is pretty good, and the new Mickey Mouse cartoons are pretty good. Yeah, but my kids tell me, and and I've got a kid that's 11 and another one that's 14, and they tell me that every every show on Disney Channel now that it has humans in it is stupid. Yeah, and I I don't know whether it's that they've outgrown it, or if it's just a lot of kids talking. Because they do. There's a Disney Channel kid voice. Yeah. And and they're all like, hi, Mr. Philip. How are you today? And they all talk like that. <laughs> and uh, they didn't they didn't used to talk like that back in, you know, even 10 years ago or something. So I don't know. Yeah, it seems like when Nickelodeon started doing a bit more live action children's sitcoms that Disney felt they needed to compete with that or something. 
And so mm-hmm. then they started doing it, but then they, they lost track of what made Disney Channel special. Like, as when, when I remember first watching it, the number one thing that I loved was watching Donald Duck Presents, which later became Quack Attack. And that's the first time I actually got to see uh, a large grouping of Donald Duck cartoons and Goofy's sports cartoons and oh uh, i love those oh, yeah <laughs> that was like and that came on every day before i had to walk to school and so i because one of the things that i think warner brothers has been smarter about than disney is warner brothers has always had looney tunes very accessible they were on every saturday morning on major networks mm, yep but no one was really getting to see any donald duck or mickey mouse cartoons anymore until they get them on the disney channel and then right. i watched the dickens out of them things oh yeah although back when i was a kid uh, because of the nature, because Mickey Mouse has certain eras, and when you get to the era where he starts to have the pupils or the full eyes after Fantasia, and he's mainly doing cartoons with Donald and Goofy, Donald and Goofy were funnier than Mickey, and so Mickey, I kind of like, oh, well, Mickey's fine, but I love Donald Duck. So it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't it, until I was it, older that I appreciated so. Mickey. And there was a whole series in the late 80s, or a whole, whole timeline, where it wasn't, it was faux pas to show Mickey in anything like mm. uh he would be on t-shirts and mm-hmm. and you know stuff merchandise but not in uh video games not in movies not in shows it was all comics and stuff about other fa- things i think they've only recently uh come and found that they need to change that with the new uh stream of uh of the retro styled mickey mouse cartoons because yeah. You know, you do that and you rely on the fact that, oh, Mickey's famous. Everybody knows him. Yeah. And then you get a whole generation that doesn't understand why he's so iconic. So Yeah, he became kind of a protected brand because he was almost like a yeah. symbol of the company. Mm-hmm. And if you go and you watch the classic Mickey Mouse cartoons, especially even though black and whites, he's kind of a scoundrel. He's a rascal type of character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the parks, he's so cleaned up and... Uh, sanitary is the only word I can come up with that you don't understand why is this character such an icon because he's a little bit cheesy and annoying in the parks compared mm. to when you watch because I, I I mean some of my favorite cartoons is Mickey when he's getting to be a little superhero guy and he's like the brave little tailor I absolutely adore that cartoon I mean some of the classic oh, yeah. ones all right yeah yeah which I killed five in one blow yeah my favorite is when they are are ghost hunters yes the lonely ghosts that's amazing to me. Yeah, see, and those are all ones that we, we call them the vintage Mickey or pie-eye to some people because that's where you'd have the comic strip you'd have the pie-eyes in that style. But it, it seemed like Mickey had more of his personality at that time, and as you get a little yeah. bit later on, his personality, just he became so sanitary. <laughs> well, he almost became human. He, he, he's got, you know, flesh-colored skin mm-hmm. and, you know, eyeballs and eyebrows and everything, and... Yeah, he, my my kids thought he was a little creepy until <laughs> until the latest uh, round of of comics, yeah, or cartoons. Yeah, so that's why I like these new cartoons. They've gotten Mickey back onto being a comedic character that he's supposed to be, and not this sanitary symbol of the company. And it works. Yeah, it works great. It's they're they're really funny. The only thing I haven't liked is Goofy's redesign. I don't really care for that so much. He's a little bit. Yeah, they gross. went a little too scrubby with him. Yeah. He, he, my favorite Goofy cartoons, speaking of Disney, old Disney Channel, is the ones you mentioned where they were almost instructional videos. <laughs> right. 
on driving and how to golf and how to, you know, parent or whatever else he would do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he didn't even have ears. <laughs> he would be called Mr. Geef, yeah. you know? Uh, those are some of my favorites. But yeah, so for them to go from that to, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it was a little harsh. Whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to have them though. Part, They're good. Part of what made those so funny is they were using legit instructions for these mm -hmm. sports or activities and they would actually go well, yeah. and find the rules for I that. Learned, and... I learned how to drive on a highway because <laughs> of those. Because it talks about merging and how many car lengths and how long it takes yeah. to stop from fifty five. Right? Yeah. I remember that cartoon specifically because Goofy was driving the car and you know they'd flash that stop sign up and then it took him so long to stop that car actually going across a football field. <laughs> and he would yeah. turn into a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of character yeah. once he yeah. got behind the, wouldn't even the wheel. Hand. Yes. <laughs> he was the evil motorist. behind that wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and that was all yeah. on Disney Channel, man. Back yeah. then, they, they would put that thing on loop almost. Oh, yeah. It's... I love that. And boy, that one's still true to life, too, the way people drive. Oh, I I still every day think of that cartoon, <laughs> like the the basic fact that you're supposed to be up to speed on the on, on the on ramp before oh. you merge with traffic. <laughs> mm -hmm. We got I some mean, kids that need to see that stuff now. There, don't they? there are children that know this because they've seen the videos, but a grown adult that doesn't know that they shouldn't enter the highway doing 45 miles an hour. But yeah. and whatever. you shouldn't stop. Yes, don't, don't stop on the on-ramp. No yeah. kidding. It's like, you're never going to get take, on. What did he say? Two football fields to get up to speed mm -hmm. from a stopping position? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Goofy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. He was always my favorite. Yeah, you got to love Goofy. Goofy. And I always thought that he was related to Pluto. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, like, they're not that much different as far as their looks. Just one is running around on all fours and is yellow and the other one talks but they have the but, same head yeah that's that's why i always thought they were related mm -hmm. i guess there's something weird goofy is some kind of freakish mutant he's 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 evolved i guess so <laughs> he he's learned to walk upright now see i i'm picturing in my head somebody needs to draw this maybe i need this on a shirt but you know do the evolutionary walking start from pluto and somehow work your one yourself up to goofy there you go oh man. be awesome I, if, if I could draw really well, that would be my next T-shirt design that I'd put for sale. Maybe James will do it for you. He's pretty good. Yeah, but I don't, think, uh. I don't know if I can afford James. <laughs> <laughs> they probably some kind of copyright on the on the silhouettes of those characters. Anyways, well, if right? you if you do it right and they're not exactly like that, then you can kind of get away with some stuff. So yeah, you, you just, don't wear it to Orlando. And as long as you, because if you're doing it in silhouette, it probably wouldn't look exactly like you know. So you know, I don't know. There's some leeway. Sometimes you can get away with stuff. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but the other big thing I remember watching, and I, 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 people now apparently find these costumes to be incredibly creepy, but I loved watching Welcome to Pooh Corner. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. watching that myself. Pooh Corner and um, Dumbo Circus yes. were cut from the same cloth. Yep. And those shows were shows that were way too young for me when I was watching them. Because I was, I think I was in middle school or junior <laughs> high back then. and But there was nothing on because all we had was satellite. So it was either Bob Tilton 
Kenneth Hagen <laughs> or Pooh Corner. <laughs> and so Pooh Corner won out every time. Oh, and, yeah. and, you know, uh, and I, I still, I don't know that I know all the lyrics, but I do know the theme songs for uh, Dumbo Circus mm-hmm. and, and Pooh Corner. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. I remember and, the theme uh, song to that now. Winnie the welcome, Pooh. Yeah, welcome to, welcome you. to you. It's me, Winnie the Pooh. And we have a happy hookie poo time. Yeah, yeah, at Pooh uh, Corner. Now, some fun <laughs> details on Pooh Corner is this is where you you have Will Ryan, who everybody Adventures on fans will know as Eugene. Plus, he's done a lot of other voices for Disney. But Will Ryan was Rabbit. Uh, he's also he, uh, in The Little Mermaid. He's the little... Uh, um, um, oh, dang it! Horse fish, for, I, seahorse. <laughs> he's a little seahorse. Oh, he's a seahorse. He's a seahorse. He's also <laughs> Willie the Giant. He also has done the voice of Pete in uh, several cartoons, other than Jim Cummings being Pete in Goof Troop. But so you have Will Ryan in there as Rabbit, but you also have Hal Smith, who was the original owl uh, in the in the classic film or, sh- or oh, wow. shorts. Uh, he came back to reprise his role as Owl, but he's also voicing Winnie the Pooh in that series. And once again, Adventures and Odyssey fans will recognize Hal Smith as the original John Avery Whitaker before he passed away. Hmm. Yeah, these were full-size costumes, mm-hmm. except for Dumbo, who was apparently having to walk around on all fours. <laughs> right. or, or maybe he was made of two little people. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, there... Most of the characters were okay, but Dumbo was scary looking. Yeah, and that is the only time that Dumbo has actually had a speaking voice. And another fun fact, that speaking voice for Dumbo, and that my very first guest on Neverland, was Katie Lee, who would go on later to be Sunny Gummy, Rolf on the Muppet Babies, uh, Honker Muddlefit on Darkwing Duck, and also known on mm-hmm. Adventures and Odyssey as Connie. Well, hopefully she wow. didn't have to get inside the suit. No, they just were voices. Thank goodness for them. Okay. <laughs> I think she told me some details about the people getting into the suit that they were like trained acrobats and dancers that were and mimes that were in those suits to kind of pantomime everything. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it because they the the trunk you could tell was a human arm uh, because it could pick up things and stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, the flying effects were were not great. It was obvious blue screen. He was still obviously standing on solid ground, you know, and and they would just tilt the camera to make it look like he was turning and stuff. Oh, gotta love the effects of the 80s, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but as a kid, you just kind of suspend disbelief a lot easier, so. Oh, yeah, I I, still do it. I didn't. I, 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 but I needed something to watch. Like I said, it was either that or doing dishes or chores or something like that. And it's like, Dumbo Circus, Dumbo Circus, they're coming to visit. You don't want to miss it. They're coming to visit you. And, and, yeah, that was it. I'm 46 and it's still drilled into my head. Um, yeah. oh I, I don't remember any of the Dumbo Circus, but I definitely remember Pooh Corner. Oh, yeah. My sisters would watch it. So yeah, uh, and uh, heck, I got into watching Pooh Corner before I'd even seen any of the Winnie the Pooh uh, half-hour bits or the the movie version where they put all the half-hour bits together. But that was my gateway bridge to eventually watching uh, the Saturday morning Winnie the Pooh cartoon. What was the New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh? Hmm. I loved that show. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's uh. It's a trip, the stuff that they would put on there. It's almost like they said, 
It's almost like when websites first started, like a lot of people just registered a domain and put up a website real quick. <laughs> and, and, and it's like they did that here. They're like, oh, we, it's cable and satellite and we, we need a channel. So uh, we got content, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just put something up and we'll make a logo. I mean, their logo <laughs> looked like a flag. It had a it had Mickey Mouse's you know uh, well the three circles you yeah. know the ears and the mouth or the uh, face and then it had lines coming out from it in the shape of an old television yeah. screen and um, now they've got the little thing that they have the characters draw with their wands or whatever but yeah, it's wrong. fixed are, in the corner are they still doing the character drawings I thought I thought maybe they moved away from that too and they've got I, I you know what I don't know because I haven't watched Disney Channel for a while but. <laughs> Back in the day, they had a million different uh, flags. I don't know what you call them, but these these images yeah. of, of that same thing. And uh, there's a lot of great shows too. Yeah, a lot of I, I used to enjoy. You could tell they weren't made by Disney, right. but they were kind of like half the crap on Netflix nowadays. <laughs> yeah, they had um, the Care Bears series on there for a while, even. <laughs> did, did yeah they they had Edison Twins. Did you guys ever watch the Edison Twins? It was a mm, Canadian no. show. I don't remember um, watching it, but I remember hearing of it. Yeah, it was I got that theme song right on 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 play in my head right now too, but <laughs> uh yeah, these two fraternal twins uh were science. It was a science show. And uh, one of the earlier, you know, it, shows didn't have to be educational back then, but right. this one definitely was. And they would always uh, solve problems using science. And so I always enjoyed that part. And uh, I also found out what fraternal twins were because, <laughs> you know, they were brother and sister and they didn't look like each other. So, uh, but another Canadian favorite was Thunder Bay. And uh, I remember that one. It was a little bit like Baywatch, except it was an old man and his daughter, and they had a fast boat, and they would they would just go around and solve crimes and stuff like that. This uh, must have been the inspiration for Thunder in Paradise with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I, maybe so. Thunder, Thunder Bay was cool. And, and it was, and it was that that was the eighties though, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that you you had a vehicle. And you had a cool vehicle, whether it was a car, a helicopter, a, a talking car. Uh, or, or a teenager a that turned into a car. Yeah, anything <laughs> like that. And then you solved crime with right. it. Right. That's, that's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> because that's Fast. what you do. Yeah, you, you solve crime you in solve about crime. 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, and as long as you're all teenagers and you have a wacky dog. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Hanna-Barbera actually hit that formula at least three times. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, they had DTV too. I don't know if oh, you guys loved know DTV. About that. Yes. Yeah. It it was uh, it, in my house. We never watched it because I knew in or somewhere in my in my head, I knew my mom would not approve because it was secretly MTV because they would play old you know rock and roll classics and then play cartoons in sync yeah. with them. Yeah. That's right. And some modern pop, pop songs at the time. Uh, Heart of Rock and Roll is the beat, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I, I just remember these the very soft, you know, nice, clean songs. But in my household, uh, anything that didn't have the Christian word stamped on it, 
was of the right. devil. Oh, so, goodness. you know, I, I had to sneak around to watch DTV. And uh, I remember when DTV would have occasionally a primetime special on a network. And I actually, the only one, the only DTV I can find anywhere is the Halloween special that was on ABC. And they had all these different songs. They did Thriller and Ghostbusters. And Ghostbusters oh, wow. is great because they did put it in sync to the Lonely Ghosts with Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Uh, cool. And then to, at the end of it, they they did your mythic sweet dreams to say, well, we want to make sure you don't have any nightmares. Uh, but they even did uh, <laughs> Evil Woman by ELO, and they did a focus on some of the great women villains of Disney. And oh man, I I remember wow. Daydream Believer. They would play that, which is one of my favorite songs now. But back then, they they put all the Sleeping Beauty pictures in there where she was asleep. <laughs> And, mm-hmm. and and cursed and so it just scared the crap out of me because <laughs> out of out of all of the animated movies that one has the creepiest animation if you really think about it from a kid's point of view mm. because they they went for a different style they went for the yeah. moving illustration look and so everything's very stylized and all the character has sharp features and mm. stuff like that and her laying there and being purple Instead of the right color, you know, and, and oh, oh, daydream believer and a homecoming queen. I didn't know what any of that meant. It just scared me to death. I was overprotected as a child. Yeah. If you can't tell. So. You're overprotected yet. They still let you watch the exorcist. <laughs> uh, no, no, I never, I never got to say, I, I watched that when I was a grown man. Oh, and it freaked you out as bad as you've told that story. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, yeah. In my story, I was, I was, uh, in my twenties and, uh, scared the crucial out of me. <laughs> That's okay. Well, see, I still haven't actually, I've seen the ending of it when he falls down the stairs, but I haven't watched any of the rest of it because no. I, I, I get grossed out and that's my thing. I don't like gross things. And the idea of flinging the, the pea soup around the room, just like, no, I don't really want to well, see that. If yeah. you remember my story, what happened is I started watching it with two friends. They fell asleep. And, and, and so I was alone in this dark room with this t- thing going, and I was too scared to move to go hit the stop button on the VCR. Wow. And so I was just, I was in this debacle where I couldn't move. I couldn't move at all. And, then I heard the tapping on the glass near my ear, and <laughs> my life was changed forever. <laughs> yeah, you were replaced by an alien, you know, because I was tapping on the door, say, James, come with us. Come with us. Come with us. I, I, I would have turned my head, but I couldn't after what I had seen on the screen. And, <laughs> you, so. you were afraid your head would spin all the way around? Yeah, like it wouldn't stop, and, and then I'd be in... Like, I'd gone too far. My mom was right about everything. It is of the devil. Oh, my gosh. Now, I wonder what it was like for the first time for you going to a Disney park and going on the Haunted Mansion. My mom loved the Haunted Mansion. She was a hypocrite and a half. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She loved it. She, She, I remember, though, she would pray as we went through it. She would pray, like, so that the demons wouldn't get us or whatever. Right, because they are just waiting on that ride to jump onto your car. Yeah, and then at the end, when the Hall of Mirrors, you know, a ghost will follow you home. No, they won't in the name of Jesus. So, (laughs) you think I'm kidding. Get out of this vehicle. (laughs) Oh, man, I totally want your mom to see there was this fan film made by this group, pretty high quality, that it's about a hitchhiking ghost actually following this family home. Oh, wow. (laughs) And it's a little scary because he wants to come home and haunt them. So it's it's pretty fun. But your mom would be calling name of Jesus through that whole thing. 
Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have a chance. He would never make it out of the out of the out of the ride. You know, I, I, but no, she loved the little tiny Barbie doll size ghost lady. Oh, at the end, the little, right above the top uh, when you go. Yeah, there. yeah, I would remember. She would say, "She's so beautiful," and I'm like, "This is scary." That's like the first ghost you see. Yeah, or the last like, one. No, it's the last like, one. They have the little okay. Leota there. They, I, uh, that's um. I think they have a like a full size one over at Disneyland as you're leaving. Yeah. Uh, but I've never yeah. been to Disneyland, only Walt Disney World. So. Yeah. But the, yeah, that's little Leota because it was originally uh, modeled after the Leota that was going to be having her head in the ball there as Madame Leota, which that was mm. very impractical to have a live person the whole time. So eventually, they've turned it into the Leota now, and now they actually have a real ghost, of course, in that ball floating around. Of course, that's what it is. Yeah, it's a totally real ghost. You know, the haunted mansion is real, everybody. Okay, it's it is, real. It is. If you ask my mom, but uh, <laughs> now you know. You better pray so, the hitchhiking ghost doesn't follow you home. <laughs> did you ever hear? Did you ever hear of a show called Kids Incorporated? Yes, I watched yes. the heck out of that. Was yeah, that, that was so a Disney I. Channel though? Was it? Yeah, it was Disney Channel. Yeah, Disney Channel. Did, I was on was uh, on I Saturday mornings later on, but I think Disney Channel had it first. Yeah, I, kid, I loved Kids Incorporated. There are there are pop stars now yeah. that were on there. Yeah, Fergie you know, back then. Fergie, yeah. yeah of what is it, Black Eyed Peas or whatever? Yeah, yeah. S Kids Incorporated. <laughs> we're gonna have fun. And the only, the only song I remember them doing on that was other than when they had David Hasselhoff uh, on the show, but uh, they did the song Metal Heavy Metal Metal Heavy Heavy Metal. That was the wow. song. It was that bad. <laughs> Oh, then I remember. And that's so cool. They had a. Bully I remember that they too. hung out at at a place called the Palace, but one of the letters was out, so it was just called the Place. Yeah. Uh, so that was a weird <laughs> thing. I I do yeah. remember at least one other song when they had like the the little little uh the black kid there had like a bully or something, and he he does a song as a solo thing, which sings uh, "I Need a Hero" from Footloose. That was all him because <laughs> he needed a hero to save him from the evil bully or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I don't remember much about it, but I I remember the theme song. Yeah. And I remember the look of it. And uh, I would be amiss not to go from that right into the Mickey Mouse Club, Woo-hoo. the new Mickey yeah. Mouse Club. I didn't watch that mm-hmm. one. <laughs> oh, Mickey Mickey Mouse, rock the house. I'm Mickey 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 Mouse, rock the house. Am I see? I had a crush on one of them. Well, uh, there were some Brittany? pop stars in there too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brittany, Christina Aguilera, uh, uh, what's his name? Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake was in there. Uh, didn't Ryan Gosling was one of them? them I did on, too. Though. I did too. It was early, and but the the original group um, that that did the new Mickey Mouse Club started a band, and they put it up for uh, a vote hmm. of what the band's name was going to be called. And the the name became the party. So if you get it on Google and look up the band the party, um, you will find the, the the Mouseketeers that I was familiar with. Wow. Um, they only made one album that I know of, and I owned it on tape. So, <laughs> and no you will freely admit that I was a fan. I it was the it was the closest thing to teenage culture I had, <laughs> you know, in my day. Yeah. No. The one thing with like Mouseketeers that I always like to I point out that I find interesting is Walt Disney handpicked Annette Funicello as a Mouseketeer and, and pushed her forward saying, you know what, this girl has something, she's going to be huge. 
And yeah. somewhere, I think, between there, because Annette Funicello was the nice girl next door and was somebody you could put as a teenage idol and didn't have any problems, then you look at some of the stars of High School Musical and you've got some that have been, you know, gotten nude photos leaked online and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Mm. So you had Walt, the way he would pick a teenage star compared to the modern Disney when they pick somebody and then suddenly they go off the rails like Miley Cyrus, you know? Yeah, Miley. There's definitely something missing. Vanessa <laughs> Vanessa Hutchins from uh, 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 what is it? Which is a Waverly? Which is a Waverly Place? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm thinking about the other the other girl that does Sorry Not Sorry. Um, I don't know. There's there's some more recent one that's been trying very hard to shake off her Disney Channel uh, image. Yeah, they all go crazy. Yeah, it's. It's sad. Yeah. But you know who didn't was the voice of Kim Possible. She was on Even Stevens, and then she went to Kim Possible, and now she's gone. Nobody knows who she is. She's probably raising a family somewhere. Could be. But, but that's what happens. If you don't go crazy, you just get forgotten. And uh, <laughs> well, I'm not saying you should go crazy. Voice but. actors sometimes do get forgotten until you know they pass away. Then you get the whole list of all these different characters they did, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I loved all their work, and I never knew it was them. <laughs> Which is, um, there is a newer trend, though, of people starting to re- to recognize voice actors, and they're starting to appear at conventions and stuff, and mm-hmm. realizing that, hey, I love everything this person's done. I've just never seen them before, but I've heard them in everything. Right, right. right. Well, speaking of Disney darlings, um, John's favorite one would be Haley Mills. Oh. <laughs> That's true. And, and crush on her as a There kid. was a show that started on the Disney Channel called <laughs> Good Morning, Miss Bliss that yeah. most people know as uh saved by the bell oh yeah yeah but it began as a story where she was the central character mm-hmm. and and it was about her and the teachers and and zach morris and a few other kids that didn't make it over to the uh yeah. saved by the bell. i think it was zach screeching and some other kids that were yeah that didn't carry They're- over they were the same types of kids, just not the same characters. They they had a, a Latino kid, and they had a smart Alec uh, girl, and you know all this stuff. Uh, but uh, not I don't think any minorities were, were listed in the original. Well, there uh, was a, like Hispanic guy. Yeah, the Hispanic so, kid. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, everybody was white bread. But uh, it was good. It was a good show. Yeah, I, I and that's it. the thing is, I can't stand Saved by the Bell, but I liked Good Morning, Miss Bliss. And my really? my son, I went to his. Uh, he went to a new school this year, and we went and sat through all the different classes that he's going to go to. And he has a teacher named Miss Bliss. <laughs> and I so badly wanted to ask her if she's ever been saved by the bell before. Oh. And um and and so Jay asked her. Yeah, I had I forced him <laughs> to go ask her if she knew about the show, and she says yes, but I've never seen it. And so it's, there's no point yeah. in making any jokes now. So Yeah, and Haley mm. Mills, I remember as a kid, and I still haven't seen the original Parent Trap all the way. I've seen like bits oh, and pieces. What? But she, her being in that. They, they had that on loop on the Disney yes, Channel, too. Yes, they did. Too, yes, yeah. they did. Pollyanna. I don't think yeah. it was until like later, as I've gotten older, uh, there's, oh, what is it, Summer Magic, I believe? It's her and Burl Ives and stuff. Yes. And when she gets to yes. like that older teenager, she says, wow, she was a cutie pie after a while. I, I'm allowed to say cutie pie, doggone it. I'm a lost boy. I say cutie pie. John, John's <laughs> liked her. John liked her in Pollyanna, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was a bit younger he, then, but whoa, she, she but was he a teenage heartthrob. He, he was young as well, Yeah, but yeah, I still well, like teasing I, I, him. Yeah, 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 yeah thank you. Well, I'm not uh, some kind of weirdo. Of course that, you like uh, Pollyanna. You're just such a good guy. Pollyanna got her legs <laughs> broke. 
at the end. So right. she fell off a tree or something. Right? Spoilers. She sure did. Yeah, I still haven't seen that movie. <laughs> they, they, they left. They left you kind of hanging there. Yeah, Pollyanna gets injured, and then the movie's over, and you're like, "What?" Uh, but that's all right. And then, of course, um, because you can't fix her legs, they had to take her out and shoot her. They should have. Yeah. Well, speaking of getting shot, remember when they used to put like old Yeller on? Uh, oh you, yes, they had over, a lot of those movies. Over. I was going to watch that movie one time, but I knew that. how it ended, so I was like, "No, I can't watch, and I can't do this." Yeah, when it was on, I I never did that. Yeah. Um, they would show Black Beauty. Oh yeah, reruns. Right, the horse. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw the other movies that they would. They did a lot with as a, a lot professor of Finicello movies. Yeah. yeah. Fred Murray, yeah, I think Fred it was. Fred McMurray, yes. There's Fred McMurray, the, right. That that darn cat, the absent-minded, the absent-minded professor. Ah, the, the, yes, the, that was the original. The uh, flubber, yeah. Yes. Yep. And and the second one, um, the ugly movie. dachshund. Oh wow! With, uh, it, that was a good one. Hot lead, cold feet. Oh yes, yes. I, that one. Yeah. I have that on and DVD. I haven't watched it yet, but I've got Tim, a DVD. Uh, and the spinoff, Apple Dumpling Gang. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Apple Dumbo Gang rides again. Uh, all the Herbie movies. I, I mm-hmm. loved every single one of those, especially mm-hmm. the one where Herbie ends up in a house uh, with other talking, like a talking trolley and a, and other other talking vehicles. Wow. And uh, and they're the last uh, firehouse. Uh, th- this big, th- this Mr. Oh, I can't even remember his name, but he wants to tear down the firehouse so he can build this massive building and Herbie comes and saves the day. And <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, all live action stuff, but there's this great scene where the bad guy imagines he's having a bad dream about Herbie chasing him on the outside of a building on a ledge <laughs> and her, Herbie makes this weird right angle turn, 90 degree turn <laughs> on the edge of the building. But, uh, yeah, Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Herbie he goes bananas. O- where he was called Ocho because yeah, you know, Ocho, yeah, that's yeah. right. Which yeah, I believe uh, I think it was called Jody Herbie Foster goes bananas movie. was the one he went down to the Monte Carlo and was in Mexico and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they called him Ocho. Little had the little boy. Ocho. Da, 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 da. I just I remember the little music number for was that one. Sixty-three, right? Yeah, yeah. And six plus three is eight, and so they called him Ocho. Yeah, six plus three five. is nine, but yeah, six and two is what you're looking <laughs> for. Five, five and two. And I'll do math. All right, <laughs> lay off. Math is uh, hard. You mentioned Jodie Foster movies. Uh, yes, Candleshoe. Candleshoe, Escape from Witch Mountain. Oh, um, yeah. I remember Freaky Friday. I don't remember the other ones. Freaky Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Freaky Friday was one of them I'd for like sure. I'd like to be you for and a, a bunch day. of Kurt Russell movies, yeah. too. Yeah. The computer oh, yeah, wore that, tennis shoes. Only, the com- yeah. the man with the, yeah, the computer. That was the one. I couldn't remember that one before the Which show. Which Chuck yeah. totally ripped that that movie off. Really, if you think about it, Chuck, if you did you see the series Chuck where basically he gets the CIA and NSA computer downloaded into oh. his brain? Yes. Yes, yes, it's the, yes. The computer wore tennis shoes. It's the same thing. Shazam. <laughs> well, there was a Disney Channel remake uh, of that movie, a made-for-TV movie as well, and the guy got the internet downloaded into his brain instead. <laughs> and yes. I remember thinking when I was a little older, I'm like, I hope he didn't get the whole internet. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a... rocking uh, pervo, you yeah, know? What what kind of shape would you be in with all those tons of gigaterabytes of... of Bad of, stuff. Of, yeah, all the other stuff out there. 
Yeah, the dark <laughs> web downloaded in your brain. You just have to kill yourself. Suddenly I'm thinking of the Riddler in Batman Forever. Little white lies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you'd have all your passwords and all your stuff. Wow. That, that's um, a frightening idea, though. You could make a complete supervillain out of that or someone's brain had the entire internet in it because then they would know everything. Uh, but the, the, the trick was that the internet wasn't perfect, and that ended up being the big thing at the end is that there were mistakes in the internet. That not everything on the internet is true. And imagine so that. <laughs> he got to where he was trying to recall things, and he would he would answer wrong because the internet was flawed. And I, I thought that was a good... Uh, you know, for such a cheap little flimsy movie, it was a pretty good way to to balance him out as a as a character. He wasn't flawless. Mm. So, yeah. and one of the nice things though still about dial up too, right? <laughs> Say what? It was still dial up too. The internet, right? Oh yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> when you start you thinking about a math there. problem, and you'd hear the tones in his brain. <laughs> 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 yeah. You, you you've got mail, so. <laughs> Um, one of the nice things about the Disney Channel is when they would put a like an animated feature out in a movie in the movie theaters. Eventually, you know, it would land on the Disney Channel. Yeah, and you could watch it. That's true. I, yeah. I think that's how I got to see a night on or not a night on Bald Mountain, but the uh, Fantasia. I yeah. actually got to see the whole thing on the Disney Channel because without commercial interruption, the too. They put uh, Roger Rabbit on there too. Yeah, that's how I saw Roger Rabbit. That's, but there was a lot of stuff that I don't know that was in the main theaters, like Flight of the Navigator. Was that ever yes, in theaters? I saw it in theater okay, at least three that. times. Because that one I watched a billion times yes. on Disney Channel. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I've heard and, something a long time ago that they were going to maybe remake that one. Oh, uh, which that would be a cool one. But I would, would like be to hard because there wasn't a lot of story to it, <laughs> right? Um, but the the whole idea of him being gone for five seconds and and eight years yeah, has passed, wow. you know. And his little brother was bigger than him. And Sarah Jessica Parker was looking fine. <laughs> oh, she was my first crush in a movie. She, really? She came in with that robot to give him food when he was trapped in the NASA room, yeah. you know? And, and I was just like, oh. And nowadays, people call her a horse lady and all that. And and I just remember her from the Witches movie. Oh, uh, yes, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and she's so cute in that. Yeah. And I I just I just have Weird. a soft spot in my heart for her because she she was in Flight of the Navigator <laughs> and she had poofy 80s hair and yeah. she had a robot. And she had to explain so. Twisted Sister. Yes. Yes, she did. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh. It, it was a great movie though. Uh the the way the the ship would turn yeah. at, would at 90 morph. degrees and turn into a bullet-shaped looking thing. Oh, and so Pee-wee good. Herman was the driver. <laughs> yes, and I didn't know who Pee-wee Herman was as a kid. I never saw the show. Kids at school would talk about him, but oh, wow. I had no idea. And so Man. it was just that was Pee-wee Herman to me. Yeah. That voice was the you are the navigator, you know, and then what's going on, you know? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't really that wasn't really Paul Rubens that did that voice, though. Was it, it was no, that it was, was really Paul Rubens. It really, yeah, yeah. It really was. No way. Yeah. I thought I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. <laughs> but he was yeah. There was like a download part. or something that happened. Yeah, yeah. They merged and, their minds, and she's like, I download a little bit more. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got connected to a kid's brain. So Oh, that was spot on. Nicely done. Dang, He's I a good that. voice guy. Wow. John's got it, man. <laughs> My yeah, goodness. He's, uh... 
Which, uh, speak, speaking of movies, the, uh, any of you guys saw The Blue Yonder? I remember that one. That was like a sci-fi thing, It right? was. It was one of my first sci-fi movies, actually. It was a kid um, that his grandfather was working on a time machine, and he, the kid gets in it, and it spins around super fast and takes him back to meet his great-grandfather, who was supposed to be the first person to fly over the Atlantic or something like hmm. that, and... Uh, he's trying to get him to not go, and um, it's got uh, the guy that played Keys in in ET in it. Oh yeah, that um, guy. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name yeah. right now. He was a but, big name uh, at the time. Yeah, it's got him and and um, Huckleberry something was the kid's name, and it was it was uh, it was a great one. It was just I remember they they pumped it up forever and ever and ever. And and I was just so so waiting to see a time travel movie. It may have been my first one, and mm. uh, it was great. But the the worst movie ever created by Disney, the scariest piece of crap. That it's beautiful movie. It is a beautiful looking movie. But the scariest thing I have ever seen was called Return to Oz, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, was on pretty, Disney. Yeah, and it was that scary. Was Mumby had could change her heads and had a whole cabinet full of extra heads that Dorothy <laughs> had to sneak can. through. No, the girl. Yes. Oh my Those dudes gosh. with the wheels for the hands and the feet. Yeah, Ugh. the wheelers. Yeah. Okay. See, and I've never Ugh. seen this movie, but my wife has talked about it. But everybody, the first thing they talk about it, what freaks them out is they always go to the lady with the interchanging heads. Oh, it's yeah. so scary. TikTok is awesome. Jack, the pumpkin head dude, is amazing. They make a, a moose-headed bed that can fly. Uh, <laughs> it's great. And then the bad guy is Mumby. This, oh, she's so scary. It <laughs> gave so me nightmares. Yes, yeah, she's beautiful. And all of the heads are beautiful, but they're they're just they're all asleep in these glass cabinets, and then they all mm. wake up Ugh. and they're like, and then, <laughs> like yeah, this is, should not be on the Disney Channel. I hope it's on I, Disney I Plus my mom, though. Actually, I want to watch oh. it. <laughs> you should I think watch my it. My mom actually restricted us from watching that after after seeing it. Oh. So. Cause it, I mean, it was had some neat parts to it. I never understood why why uh, Dorothy was younger. Yeah, she was a lot younger. Yeah. Years, like, hey, wait a second. This is <laughs> well, that's to, like, because the first Dorothy was probably twenty six when she was <laughs> yeah. playing that role. But yeah, turn to Oz. Return to Oz, dude. Took them forever to make a sequel. Yeah. It was the scariest thing in the world. Well, that fits more <laughs> with the books, though. The books are a little freaky and weird. Yeah, really? Yeah, I I've, I've gone yeah. through two of the books. I've got a complete set of all of them in. Uh, I've got like big, thick hardcover books that have like three of the of the novels each. I haven't read all of them, but I remember mm -hmm. listening to audio versions of the original Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz, and there's some weird stuff in there. So, uh, but hmm. speaking of well, weird stuff, uh, like later in the '90s, they had a series. It was, I think, it was in the vein of Pooh Corner, but it was all humans, and nobody was wearing a weird, weird. Uh, like animal costume they were wearing weird costumes but they had adventures in wonderland and they had hmm. had this like teenage girl who was alice who whenever she had a problem she would go through her mirror and go to wonderland and huh. they had this benevolent red queen of hearts who would always help her with her problems and tweedledee and tweedledum were a couple of these rappers that were kind of awesome and 
Hmm. It was it was actually kind of cool, but the, it came on early in the morning, and my, I remember seeing it mainly because my mother was uh, babysitting this little girl who lived next door. But before she went off to school, you know, she'd come over here because her parents had to leave early for work. And before I went off to high school, I remember this show would come on, and I actually kind of got into it. It's like it's 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 this kind of dopey show if you think about it, but it was kind of fun. <laughs> they 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 would also play. Uh old stuff like i remember seeing zorro i don't know that i would have seen any of the zorro the old black and white zorros if it hadn't been for disney channel and uh those were great when you had nothing else to watch um i love those and then they had crap that they would just make up i think just to fill time (laughs) i don't know if anybody remembers mouser size yes i remember mouser i have that album digitally in fact, I, I had think I still a crush have the LP on that. That that lady was the closest thing to a bikini model I had ever seen <laughs> as a child, and so I was all about mouse mouse size because she was wearing spandex, you know, and stuff, and uh, it was terrible. Apparently, you never terrible. saw the twenty minute workout either. Then, <laughs> no, no, just just mouse leotards and and leg warmers, right? <gasps> yes, yeah, fully covered, totally, you know, clean and everything. But that was. That was the closest thing to me. That was it. So I was all about massercise. Never did a single exercise, but I would watch her do it. Ugh. And she had costume characters up on the stage and kids yeah. with her and yeah, doing the whole thing. Hmm. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one too. My goodness. Massercise. Now, speaking of scary things, was uh, <laughs> was something wicked this way comes? Was that something that they put? Yes, on? that was yes. on Disney Channel. Yes. That was a Disney My movie. Refused to let me watch that. <laughs> oh, uh, but I remember the ads for it, and I was like, I was yes. kind of interested in seeing that. My mom said, No, yeah. you're not going to watch that. I was, I was like, not it's on the Disney Channel. It's got to be good, right? Yeah, I was not interested until I was at my Boy Scout Halloween party, and they played that movie. And I watched it, and oh my gosh, I couldn't even go down the hall to the bathroom. Wow. I just sat there until I got all the way home to go to the bathroom because I was so scared. Because there's a carousel that this guy gets yeah. on and becomes a child, and they end up running it too far, and he gets old and turns into this crusty old dead thing. And it's just so scary. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, there and was... There was an error from like 79 into the early 80s where Disney tried to make some darker films like The Black Hole and Return to yes. Oz. Black Cauldron. The Black, the Black Hole was one of my favorites. I love that. Yeah. And then uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes. And then The Watcher yeah. in the Woods. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Watcher in the Woods. Yeah. I didn't see that either. Bed Knobs and Broomsticks was the scariest thing I could handle. Really? Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Yeah. yeah what was, was scary about one. that? because there were headless suits of armor and she was a witch and and Angela Lansbury, right? Yeah, that's right. That's a delightful old movie. I know, but it's scary. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, I, I told you I was, I was sheltered. I I was scared. I was scared of the, the, the freaking book, uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, because, because there was an UGG under the rug, and and it was in the basement, and then there was there were things that were behind your bed and stuff like that, and and when you get home by yourself in your own room, the Doctor Seuss characters are scary looking, you know. How did you handle so. Grover and the monsters at the end of this book? 
I don't know. It just it. I, I think I was terrified up until the end. I was with him <laughs> the whole way. I'm like, I'm 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 just gotta. Curiosity forces me to turn the page, but I know I'm gonna regret it. So <laughs> I was tricked. Okay. So. Well, uh, so the continuation of this really, though, would go into when they would start to do the Disney Sunday night movie mm-hmm. on ABC. Mm-hmm. The, that was like a continuous. It was like part of the Disney Channel had escaped onto network television. And so they, and they would have stuff like Mr. Boogity around Halloween. Speaking yeah, of scary movies. Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity. Boogity, boogity, boo. And, you know, this is all stuff where, like, when Disney Plus comes out in November, and I've already paid for my, I guess, I, I think I've paid for, like, three years in advance with my D23 membership. So I am ready for that. And I hope that all this content yeah. we've talked about is going to be on Disney Plus. That's yes. my hope. Yes. That would be so great. That would be great because then we can watch all these old goofy shows. I will sit that there and watch Boo awesome. Corner. <laughs> my, my kids have a fascination with TV shows from the last 20 years or so. I mean, she, she has gone through, they've both watched boy meets world from beginning to end. Um, and, and now I've got her on, uh, X files. She's watching the X files oh, cool. and, uh, she loves the old shows. And she asks me, Jane, she says, dad, she didn't call me James. Uh, dad, why don't they make shows like this anymore? And I said, I think first of all, everything has to be educational now. And have some sort of redeeming moral to it. And that kind of makes all the kids shows have to be a certain way. And they're all very cookie cutterish. And I, I said, I, I don't know. I just think everything that was new and, and, and unique was done all at one time. And now, you know, it's either too edgy. Like they have to put nudity in it to make it for adults. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, it's not accessible to kids. Or they make it too cookie cutterish. And the kids are too squeaky clean. And perfect, yeah, uh, yeah. Which we know now leads to bad girls. <laughs> now they have to be careful about offending people. Like you know, even Friends oh, yes. now came under fire because of some of the humor. It was well, you can't make jokes about those people. I'm like, you know what? Mm. Jokes you can make a joke about anybody. You just have to learn to have a sense of humor. Yeah. Now everything's I mean, offensive. Even the Office, right? You couldn't do the Office nowadays. Probably but it's still couldn't. A great show. Yeah. There's a lot of shows that you can't really do, and now comedy isn't funny anymore. And now there's like this – the opposite is true where you talk about where they go so extreme on what they'll do that uh, like you have cable and you're – you might be surprised some of the stuff on a regular cable channel of what they can do once it hits like 7 o'clock or, you know, that they can – it's like, wow, they weren't allowed to say that on television before. I wasn't allowed to uh, see someone's backside, you know, what you can see on like FX now and – Right. So it's a, it's like wow. they go too extreme. Either they they're too just not funny because they're afraid of offending anyone, or they go too far the other direction. And so we're missing that nice entertainment that the classic Disney Channel was. Where yeah, it was thank just God fun. for thank God for the Disney Channel because I never would have been able to see Honey I Shrunk the Kids oh, otherwise. I saw that in the theater <laughs> twice. <laughs> I was never allowed to go to the movies. Wow. That was another thing. And so Flight of the Navigator, Blue Yonder. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. These movies uh, formed my early geekiness. I had a late start, but um, mm. it, it really gave me a taste for you know the the adventure films and the side and the, the Star Wars stuff. I mean, I was a kid. I had Star Wars figures, but I didn't know who any of them were. Mm. And so Obi Wan Kenobi was the Jawa's dad because he had the same <laughs> outfit, the robe, right? That's right. And R two D two was a canon. Because you could flip him up and he would shoot. 
Yeah. And then the gold man, you know. The, yeah, the gold man had a record player on his stomach. That's what he did. He was like right. a DJ. And then the gonk, the, the gonk droid was a Coke machine in my in my world. And then the one with all the arms that's at the very beginning, um, it's actually a figure that's worth a fortune if it's still in the box, but I had it. And he was a gas station. So um, even though I think he was a medical droid, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway, I had that one too. Yeah, I would always pull his little arms, arms out and stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think which one, like all the arms, because the only medical droid I can remember is Empire Strikes Back. There's a medical droid there. I think that they did make a character, uh, a, a figure for that guy. He had like the little microphone thing over his look. Yeah, mouth, thing. yeah, yeah. This guy, he was he was in line. Uh, uh, the Jawas had put a line of of droids out yeah. for Uncle Owen to look at, and he's in that line. And that may be the only time you see him. Oh, but, uh, like the weird-looking spidery-ish sort of thing. Yeah, the right no, one has all these little limbs sticking off of him. No, he's tall. He almost looks like a pole, uh, like a like a support beam, and he just has all these arms that stick yeah, out of him. That's he always and, reminds me of a spider. I know which one, and it was kind of white-colored, but it was like this weird, uh, tall, skinny thing, and it had all these little arms coming off the bottom. Is am I thinking the right thing? Uh, mine's dark. He was oh, a dark. Yeah, I had a dark black middle. dude. I say I'm gonna have yeah. to look this up now. <laughs> yeah, I will slap him on the cover photo for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he will be like, "What's that all about?" Or slapped about. See, you have to listen to the entire episode. But uh, it's about time we wrap this up here. So, <laughs> but so yes, we are hoping for a lot of things of the that we remember from this are going to be on Disney Plus, and that somebody over at Disney Plus isn't afraid that people will be offended by something because there's people offended by everything. Because it's that classic Disney Channel. It was something the whole family, you could get together, you could watch movies, you could watch ridiculous TV shows. And that's, I mean, that's where my initial love of Disney really came from, is being able to watch the old movies and, and watch the TV shows and all that. And, and, of course, it got compounded when I finally got a chance to go to the park back when I was in my 30s. I finally got a chance to go to the parks, even though I'd been wanting to go since I was a little kid watching Donald, Donald Duck. So... I really hope Disney Plus lives up to classic Disney Channel, having all that content. So I would say crossing my fingers, but I know that wouldn't do any good. But you know what I mean. This oh, is my yeah, hopes. I've got high hopes. Absolutely high, high hopes. hopes. So, But anyways, this has been fun. But once again, y'all can be found at, if you search for That Story Show, or uh, your website is still NLCast, right? Yeah. And you have a whole network of shows on there. Yeah, we got four shows that we do right now, and uh, you can check them out. Oh, yeah. NL, NLcast.com. And for anyone who's wondering, it's because they used to be known as Nobody's Listening, but then they realized a bunch of people were listening. Yeah, we had to change it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. But anyway, so once again, this has been James. Say hello, James, again. Hi. And, hey. And John. Hello and farewell. From That Story Show and many others. Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official lost boy or pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander. Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. 
and like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit patreon.com slash neverlandpodcast to donate to keeping the pixie dust alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello everybody, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true.